Hello everyone and welcome to the Jack Halford podcast. It is Sunday the 13th of August. This is episode 10. Today's been a great week. It's been mostly spent in the studio this week and the gym, obviously. I've been doing a lot of drawing and painting this week. It's been nice to start doing more painting because I've been really focusing on the drawing. And the drawing has become a big part of my practice. Um, And at the end of the week... On Friday, I exchanged uh, one of the zines, man-up zines I made and screen-printed and bound myself for a tattoo of a ship. And then me and my friend Goofy also recorded a little video about that and how exchanging things you've made for services or other goods is sort of like a historic thing amongst artists and pirates <laughs> so check that out it's on instagram um you can follow me on instagram jack t halford but yeah it's got me thinking uh i really would like to get into tattoos i've been thinking about that for ever since i got my first one <laughs> i mean it's probably probably since i was younger as well i've always been drawing it's always something i've just done but i really need to focus on uh, the traditional tattoo style of drawing which I found quite difficult. Uh, well, it's not that difficult, but just sort of getting things right, lines right. I was copying some Sailor Jerry work today, and what I found the most difficult was the hands, the pointy hands on this pin-up girl. So then I just started drawing my own hand and look, looking at the shapes of my hand and then sort of just making up the lines um, after drawing that. Like in a sort of line tattoo way, and that made it easier. So, I think drawing from life, if you're struggling to draw, like copy a, t- a traditional tattoo design, drawing from life of the real thing, and then going back and trying again helps a lot. So, I think it's really important to sort of really understand drawing from life before you start trying to draw. Um, tattoo designs also it's not all, all necessary i think you could just get really good at um drawing tattoos i think it it sort of just gives you an edge so i'm I'm gonna do both i enjoy i enjoy it and to be honest i think it's important because i've been starting doing a lot of figurative type of painting and i i do a sort of crummy not crummy sort of just in like like naive Loose, expressionistic is the word people would use. I, I say childish and dumb because they're easier to understand, I think. Uh, but I guess it doesn't sound as good, but I like those words. I think it's okay to use those words. Or folk arty, I guess. Um, but yeah, like, I'm really enjoying doing these figurative paintings. It's sort of, when you, when you start introducing figures and faces and expressions into your paintings it's easier to paint a narrative and there is narratives forming in my work a lot of it's to do with where my head's at and things that have happened to me recently so the idea behind it is trying to be relatable and it's about the human condition itself and how we go through things as people we have problems we go through grief we go through ups and downs um it's just about 
painting that like a singer songwriter would write a song about feeling down on doing a painting about that because i think it's a good way of processing emotions and it's also a good way to help other people process emotions because a lot of people what they'll do is they'll go and listen to a sad song because they're feeling sad and that will help them to feel it more because sometimes it's hard to feel things because you're always masking them you have to sort of get used to feeling stuff um you need people to tell you that it's it's okay to feel stuff because a lot of the time it's all of these nasty stereotypes with men where they're like oh no i need to be tough all the time blah, blah, blah. And i think that's really damaging a lot of men commit suicide because they've not learned a lot of healthy like coping mechanisms and stuff and they're just they're trying to be really tough all the time and like it's not necessary we need to stop telling men that they have to be like 100 percent tough all the time you know we need to back them up and like be there for them because it's uh it's hard out here so yeah check up on your bros dude it's flipping terrible the state of the world today is mm. well, it's not that bad there's a lot of good things going on if you focus on the negatives, you'll just see negatives everywhere. But there's positives as well. Uh, there is positives to be seen. Get out in nature and you will see that it is very beautiful. And socialise with your friends. The friends you get on with, not the ones that always bring in shit up that's in the news. You don't, eh, don't want to be around there. They're boring. Negative Nancy's, nah. Get rid of them. You want peace, love, you know, generosity. Those are great traits kindness understanding people people that you know do call you out on stuff they're all right it's just the people that are a bit like i mean some people are very negative well i don't don't like being around them so i don't don't hang around with them that's fine and funny and then that's yeah but bitchiness nah don't need it yeah positivity Bringing one another up with each other. Bringing one another up with each other. That was good. I like that. More of that. Thank you very much. Very nice. Yeah. Yes, a Rooney. Dead air. Dead air. And yeah. Oh, I've been training for the strongman today. That's been going well. I've never tried Atlas stones before. But we were lifting these Atlas stones up. Which is basically just a huge concrete ball so i did the 60 kilogram one then the 80 kilogram one and then 100 kilogram one and that's the heaviest i'll have to do in my competition next month and i had to (laughs) i had to put duct tape around my forearms and then put this like tacky stuff over the duct tape so that i could um really grip this stone because obviously it's 100 kilos is quite a lot it's more than i weigh i think not weigh myself for like a month i might weigh 100 kilos but anyway it's about my weight <laughs> so you don't really want to drop that on your toes yeah oh you don't want to drop it on your toes so you've got to be able to grip it well so you have to use like these grips because we're not octopuses are we we're not octopi we don't have suckers on our hands so we need uh we need a bit of help I think that's allowed in the competition. If it's not, that's a load of rubbish. Can't just use chalk. Yeah. Can't just use chalk. Aye, aye, Captain. Very much looking forward to that. 
I really like strongman competitions because you get a lot of characters. I think it's um, see, it's interesting meeting all the people at the gym and just talking to them. And I like I like the brotherhood. I think I've mentioned it before in the podcast. I just like enjoy the brotherhood of the gym. I think it's really important men hang around with other men, and um, especially ones that are trying to improve themselves. Because especially if, if that's something that you're really into, self-improvement, gym is a great place to hang out because you'll meet other people that are doing the same thing. They're like on a mission to stay healthy. They might have some bad habits, but if they're keeping that habit up, going to the gym, they love themselves enough to do that. And I think it's important to surround yourself with people that love themselves and are trying to improve their situation, you know, not necessarily financially, because that's what a lot of people think of when, when they think of self-improvement, but I think it's more emotionally and physically, especially emotionally. I think the gym gives you that, because you, 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 your mental state is better when you when you're fit. When you're physically fit, your mental state's better. Exercise gives you real sort of clarity of mind, and when you when you sort of focusing on doing exercise your mind quiets down and you're able to think clearly so you can think about things in a logical way rather than like a reactionary way where I say if you hadn't done any exercise and you're eating rubbish and you've got terrible sleep and you're stuck in traffic and someone does something that they shouldn't do you're probably more likely to scream at them but if you've been to the gym or you've done a lot of cardio and you've just been chilling out. Like, it's not chill, but you're really just focusing and exerting energy doing that. And when you're in the car in traffic and something goes wrong, you're less likely to get upset about that. Because you've, you know, you've exerted that energy doing something else already. So you don't have the energy to be pissed off. So if you get pissed off a lot, <laughs> if you get angry, if you were sent to anger management at school like I was, if you were expelled from school like I was when you were younger from <laughs> acting a bit dodgy, God, um, yeah, get in the gym, because that's where you want to be, that's where people are trying to better themselves, and like the pe- people at the gym that have bloody tags on their ankles and they're in prison and stuff, you just think, better off there, aren't they, doing something positive for their lives. Than hanging out with knobheads down a pub or something. That's that's always been my thinking. I've always been into my art. Um, and I think going to the gym has made me realise that it's just all these places are filled with people trying to improve themselves in some way or another. So you go to an art exhibition. A lot of people go to art exhibition openings to network and to meet new people. And that's really important. And all networking is making friends. It sounds a bit like businessy, but it's not. It's really not. It's just about having some beers with people. And everyone's pretty down to earth at our openings, and they're very nice and easy to speak to. Everyone's always got like a beer in their hand, and you can just go up to anyone and say, I like your coat or whatever, or what do you think of this piece, and it's just nice to start a conversation, you make new friends, and that's what it's all about, 
And if, if there's any artists listening, here's some good advice. Go to these things. Don't ask for opportunities. The best thing to do is make friends. Because when you've got friends who are curators and gallery owners, they'll think of you when they're putting on shows. Or when you're putting on a show, you'll think of them because you're, they're your mates now. And that's just how everything works, really, in life. I think you want to work with people that you like. And the only way to find people, really, is by going to these things. Like, yeah, sure, you can go online and find artists you like, but you don't really know what they're like. It's better to meet people in person, I think. So always do a studio visit or something if you like an artist online and check out what they're really like. Get a feel for them, because you don't want to work with nobeds. Now, it could be like job interviews. They want to weed out the people that are not very good um, because they need someone reliable. Else the business goes down the drain and then they have to fire everyone. <laughs> so that's why, you know, they want the most competent person. Especially if it's a small business. You don't want to hire some knobhead that's going to piss off after a week. Same with art. You know, you've got to think of it like any other job. Because it is a job. It will only work if you put hard work in, if you could, like, every week, like I am. So I've I've pretty much made a sale every day this, like, well, in the week. So five days in a row. And I count the tattoo as, as a sale, because that tattoo might probably cost me 100 quid. But it's just swapped something I've made for it. So don't don't shy away from stuff like that, because that's a really good, another good way to, you know, advertise what you're doing or uh, marketing, isn't it? Just, or just making friends. Swapping stuff is brilliant. Doing art swaps, really into that. I've done that before with other artists from uh, around the world. It's brilliant. It's a good way of meeting people. Yeah, so I guess this episode's about how friendships are important. Friendships are important. Money and business and networking and, yeah, brotherhood. Egging your friends on. Uh, we'll see. Oh, tell you what, family. That's someone important. Tell you what, some, one of my mates said... Um, that made me feel a bit funny for a bit. We were talking about dating and stuff. And I said, oh, I just want a wife and kids. And she said, I think people that have children, and I think it's the most selfish thing you can do. And I just thought, that's the worst. That's that's very offensive. I, I find that very offensive. Like, I'm pretty sensitive, maybe. But that sounds horrible. Like, I think it's a very selfless thing to do. Yeah, it's only selfish if you're like a selfish parent. I think most parents spend like all their lives dedicating themselves to supporting and bringing up a child into this world. It's not selfish at all, is it? No, I don't think so. I think it's what we were put on earth to do is is to recreate, pro procreate, recreate. Mm. And love one another and um you know 
provide for one another. That's what it's all about. It's about being kind and supporting each other. You got you got to help one another. You know, you've got to be generous. Now, I don't mean giving everything away because that will lead to you not having anything. But when you can, when you're able to help people, just you know. But then you've got to be careful. You've got to have boundaries. It's very important to have boundaries about how much time you dedicate to helping others because you need to have enough time for yourself in order to be able to provide for yourself so that you're comfortable and then once you're comfortable then you can help other people so say like you know you've got you've got all the bills paid and everything and then you've got some disposable income a fraction a tiny amount of that can go to help other people not all of it because you need it and you should be saving it because later in life you might not be able to work. That's why you need to be careful about being generous. And also, some people use other people that are generous because they have no... They're just horrible. Right. Yeah. So charge for time, even with people that you think are your friends. They're being nice, but you've not known them your whole life. You've known them for a bit. Like, charge people money. If they respect you, they'll pay. I sell things to my friends and I charge them money because especially if 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 they're asking me to provide a service I'm going to charge them because they're getting they'll be using my services to make money so I, I want some of that thank you <laughs> yeah don't work for free unless it's for like a charity a good cause or something and it's not you know a four days work unless you got enough and then you can do that and yeah go ahead do what you want just be careful because people use you i know that from experience oh no <laughs> oh no oh no yep oh my it's, it's very you know what i might do today is uh Nah, I'm just going to rest. Oh, bloody hell, my shoulders hurt. I'm sitting here, leaning on my elbows. Oh, and I've done the Viking press today as well. And I lifted about, I think, 105 kilograms. I tried to lift 115. But we couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't bloody do it. It was too heavy. I almost got it, got it up midway. And I was just like, nah. I tried it like five times. I was like, nah, not happening. Nada. No. One's happening, so 105 of them are limit. Normally put about 80 kilo on there, which uh, if you add the weight of the, the like I call it a rack as well, then it will be, now take it up to 90, uh, 95, because it's 15 kilo about any weight on which is you know that's more than i need to lift at this event i'm doing so if i can do that for repetitions then i'm, I'm solid i'm solid i'm solid yeah deadlifted today as well 180 kilos for reps probably the most reps i've done at 180 kilos it's my limit on a normal deadlift but it's about a 15 or 18 inch deadlift so it makes it a bit easier you, you're not going as low so you're able to lift more weight. 
uh, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, I'm getting better at it. That's what I mean. You do anything for weeks and weeks and weeks, you're going to get better at it. Do it day after day after day, you get better at it. It's all about discipline. So that's why the community, that wherever place you go to do these things is important. There need to be nice people there. So my gym, not like a normal gym, it's sort of a very local gym in my village where it's always the same people there and we're all nice to each other. It's really cool. It's a good supportive community. Everyone's fist bumping, saying hello. It's really nice. You're not, you know, people won't, you know, try and distract you. Not like that, but it's just like, you're all right. That kind of, it's just nice to be acknowledged. It's nice, you know, nice. I like it. Some some gyms, you don't get that. And I'll talk, you know, I'm talking to some bloody people at an opening recently, an art exhibition opening, and they were saying they were laughed at at the gym. And I just thought, that's not on. You know, unless they were pulling a face or something, it, you know, don't laugh at people. You support people. You go up to them and say, you're looking good, mate. That was really good. You picked that up really fast. That was really good. Then you give them a high five. Like, I don't care how cringe it is. You just want an high five and uh, tell them to pat themselves on the back. Keep going. Because they'll keep coming then. And then they'll feel better about themselves. You can have an impact on people's lives just by giving them one compliment. It doesn't take very much time. Yeah, there's some homework for you. This week, compliment at least one person. Makes the day. Makes the day. Makes them feel nice. It'll make you feel good too. It's good. I think people are out of practice. Um, you know... It's good. You gotta you gotta support one another. It makes you feel good, it makes other people feel good. If everyone's feeling good, you know, it'd be a better world, wouldn't it? Better world. Another another reason I go to the gym and try and keep occupied and do ice baths, which so there's day sixty six of doing an ice bath today, which is an important number because apparently after sixty six days of doing a habit it becomes an automatic habit. I read that in James Clear's Automatic Habits book, which is fantastic. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. But yeah, another reason I go there is because it. Um, God, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, it, it just keeps me going. Ah, that's what I was going to say. Putting yourself through suffering. Is preparing you for when things go really shit. So say if some someone dies or you are going for a breakup. They're my two examples because they're the two things that happened recently to me. I think that because I was going to the gym, because I was keeping up good routines and uh, tearing away bad habits and being careful about who I hanged around with now, that I was better able to cope with these difficult situations when they ar arose. Um, so knowing not to turn to the bottle when something bad happens is very important because it's a depressant. Only drink when you're in a happy place in your mind because then you're going to have a better time. Never, and you're sad. And never be, never let it become a habit if you're sad. And if it does, please... 
please, please, please seek support because it's, you know, you may not think you're an addict, but if, if you're relying on something to make you feel better and you're doing it a lot and you feel like shit when you're not doing it, that's an addiction. Wake up. It's an affliction. I don't like it. No lighty. No like it. Don't do it. Oh. Yeah. Suffer every day. Good suffering. Good self-destruction is in the gym. It's breaking your body down. It's breaking your mind down. But in a good way. And then afterwards you'll feel like everything is easy. Like, oh, I've got to deal with a difficult customer at work. <laughs> Not as hard as getting in an ice bath for 15 minutes and lifting 180 kilos for reps and feeling like you're going to faint. Nah, this is just some middle-aged woman shouting, being like, rah, rah. right, okay, madam, I'll sort that out straight away. You know, best way to deal with that kind of thing is to be calm and not give in, you know. What do they want? They want a reaction. Well, I'll give them a reaction, a positive reaction that's going to, you know, resolve the situation. Because it's not going to do me any good reaction. Always respond after taking a moment to think about the situation. Do not react with your emotions. That's the worst possible thing you can do. Very hard to master that. You have to learn it. You have to learn it from the embarrassment that you get when in hindsight you're like, oh God, I should have done that differently. I lost a bit of self-respect. But it's it's a powerful thing. It's a very brave thing as well to admit when you're wrong and to yourself, not even to other people, to yourself in your mind. You don't even have to apologise to anyone. Just to, you know, acknowledge it in your own head and be like, right, I'm not going to do that again. So that made me look like a sausage. Next time this happens, I'm going to go this, this and this. That's why journaling is important. Because you write these things down and think, right, next time this happens, I do it like this, this and this. And that's how we learn. Life is just one trial and error, trial and error after another. And that's how you learn from experience. So failing is an important part of life. That's how you grow. That's how you learn. Never give up. Learn from it. Try again. Get back on your horse and drink your milk. All right. All righty then. Right, I'm going to have to leave that there because my mate tried to ring me when I started this podcast and I'd like to talk to him because I've got a couple of job interviews coming up. I'd like to earn some more money. I'd like to have multiple streams of revenue and make some investments. So I will bid you a farewell and hopefully you'll be hearing from me again in about a week. Bye.